This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com. That's the way tire buying should be. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Remember all those big dreams you used to have, and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd for your chance to win.
When you're ready to place a bet on today's games, do it with the most trusted name in online sports betting, BetRivers Sportsbook. Now legal in several states and growing. BetRivers Sportsbook delivers a unique sports betting experience featuring live streaming sports, in-game wagering, fast authorizations on most withdrawals, and gold standard customer service. Go to BetRivers.com, see for yourself, must be 21, and be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more, surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Hey, welcome in. I'm Doug Gottlieb, and this is All Ball. All basketball, all the time, all stories, all the time. You're going to love this. Um, when when I was at ESPN pretty early on, uh, I said something about Brian Butch to the idea of whether he was overrated as a McDonald's All-American or whether um, the expectations of him were you know, overrating him because – I mean, here's a perfect example. He redshirted his first year in college. But the, the story behind it is way more interesting than my, my take at the time. And my take at the time was kind of convoluted. It was, it, it was more about expectations based upon a selection than it was any sort of personal shot at, at Brian. But again, in the, in, during the times in television, you're not really as thorough as I wasn't as thorough as I could have been in why I said what I said, and it caused it ruffled some people's feathers. I'm sure at the time probably pissed him off at the time. Anyway, we're now sort of colleagues, right? Like he's, he works B, uh, uh, for BTN, the big 10 network. He does a really good job. He's also very much in, in involved in the youth basketball industry, so to speak. And I like him. I respect him. He became a hell of a college player and had a long, long career professionally. So he, I reached out to him. We've been trying to sit down and do this thing for a long time. Here's my catch up with former all big 10 selection state of Wisconsin legend and now radio host and big 10 college basketball analyst, Brian Butch. Your first memory of basketball is where and when? Oh, that's a great question. I'd probably have to go with the local YMCA here in, uh, in Wisconsin, Appleton, uh, just as a little kid, little, Little tight, rolling around, just hooping. Um, okay, so so Appleton for people who they don't want to Google search it, right? Yep. Um, it's uh, just south and west of Green Bay, right? Like, isn't yeah, it's it? about twenty minutes from Green Bay. That's it. So a little south of Green Bay, about twenty minutes. That's it. Um, so it's cold a lot of the time. All that fun stuff. Yeah, everything that goes with Wisconsin, you can say that. About now is it. is Green Bay? a suburb of Appleton or is Appleton a suburb of Green Bay? They're separate. So you got Appleton. It's kind of like the Fox Valley. You got a bunch of small communities together. And then you've got probably about a 15 to 20 minute stretch where there's nothing really in between them. And then you got Green Bay. So I wouldn't say they're suburbs. I mean, it, it, it's, it's small city living pretty much Green Bay, small city Appleton, And they're kind of separated by a little bit. Yeah. You grew up in the country. You grew up in the town. 
I grew up in a town, uh, a city, um, so I'm not a country boy. I'm not that. I've got a little city. Now it's not city Milwaukee living. It's not Madison living. It's it's kind of – when you look at Wisconsin, there's three big areas. It's Madison, Milwaukee, and then we call it the Fox Valley. It's kind of all put together. So that's kind of where it's at. Green Bay is a little bit outside of the Fox Valley, and then it's kind of all separated by, you know, smaller cities all throughout it. Okay. So uh, you start playing at the, the Appleton – Appleton YMCA. Oh yeah, um, and and you're all you were always big, right? You were, were you always. So I was I was six feet in sixth grade, six eight in eighth grade, six eleven as a freshman. So and yeah, so every coach, every coach puts you down there like this, and let's throw the ball to Butch, and you throw it at the hoop, and right, and everybody's fouling you. You never you get called for fouls, even though you don't foul, and little guys are able to punch you in the nuts and and never get called for a foul. Right, all the above. Completely, completely, un, completely unfair. Um, yes. As it now, so you're growing up in Appleton. Or are you a, a Wisconsin fan? Because the first, there's like two different. 2000 when I I graduated, you had that great team that went to the Final Four, right? And you had Mike Kelly, father of our country, right? With all them kids, he he, he popped out, right? And it was a really, really good team. But it wasn't nationally, it wasn't beloved because they played so slow, right? Roy Williams and, said what he said. And, and then, yeah, but go ahead. But it wasn't even that, like, that they were playing slow. Like, before that, they just weren't good. Like, growing up, it wasn't like I was a Wisconsin no, fan, Because no? they, they weren't bad. good. Well, they had, the, they had the one stretch where it was a big cat they had. That Rashard was, Griffin, yep. And yeah, Rashard Griffin. And him right. and Howard, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yep. So um, they, they tried to put them on the map, but it wasn't, you know, finally when they got Dick Bennett there, yes. he started to get it going a little bit. But by that point, I was already a freshman in high school. It wasn't like I was like, I got to watch Wisconsin basketball. But did you watch Green Bay when, when Tony was there and Dick was there? Of course. So was, okay, so were you, were you, did you like the Bucks? Were you, because Minnesota had dudes back then, they were cheating their balls off, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and then obviously, there's all, what, when you grew up, like, what, were the, what was the hoop that you watched on TV? Yeah, it was Carolina. Like, it, it was Carolina. That's what I watched up being a Carolina fan. I would watch everything that they did. So I, I love that. And I was a big Bucks fan. Like, I love Vin Baker. Like, it's crazy because Vin, then, the last two years, um, or two years ago, I was an assistant coach with, with the Wisconsin Herd. And Vin would come down and coach with the Herd. He's now an assistant with the Bucks. So it was. it's crazy how it kind of – you know, this world is a Life small is world. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's just what it is. So that was my guy. Vin Baker was my guy. Like, I love watching him. Um, so here's my, here's my, my, my lone. I have a couple of different ones. Uh, Sam. Um, Sam Oki. Sam Oki. So, yep. so Sam Oki and I, now this is the story that I was told. And I don't know. You, you know, Wisconsin best was that Herb Cole promised Sam if he came to Wisconsin and they build the Cole Center. I think that's bullshit, whatever. There's not much truth to that one. That Cole Center was getting built one way or the other. It didn't matter if Sam was there or not. So, Sam so, didn't last long enough for it to even matter. I know. So, Sam, so I fly, I, I go, I, I finished high school. I played in two all-star games. I got. I was like a fill-in for Chauncey Billups got hurt for the Magic's round ball game. Yep. And I go to the Coca-Cola All-American game in Indy. And it was run by Bob Knight's son. Right. So I fly in and uh, two other dudes, Anthony Weiss, who's an assistant at Siena, was on, on that. And then Gary Bell, who was like our big recruit from Joliet, Illinois, 
who uh, has an AU program in, in, I think, North Carolina, was there. And my two, uh, my two members, we played in Market Square. And my two memories of that game are, one, I showed up at the first practice, and I was like the lone kid from California, and Gary Bell was listed at 6'8". And he comes up walking up to me, and he's like 6'4 and a half. And I go, I thought you were 6'8". He's like, man, yo, dog, if I was 6'8", I'd be outlawed. Yep. Right? That was a great line. And then we go out maybe after the game and I, I gravitated towards Oki. Like he was a big personality. He had a fake ID. Oh, he, he had it all. He had a, he was a nut, but I had to drag him out of, a, he was going to get a fight in a bar, like two blocks from our hotel room where I'm 19. He's 18, but he's a big old cat. He's about to fight these dudes, but he's hammered. And I had to drag him like two blocks to the hotel and then up to his hotel room and tuck him in. And it was the first time I'd ever done that in my life. And I was like, that is a wild dude. That is a, that is a, a, a crazy, crazy dude. That's my, that, that's until I got to know Mike Kelly, that was all I knew about Wisconsin basketball. It was like Sam Oki goes there. He's a nut. That's yeah. it. That's all I know. Well, and Sam didn't last. Like that was the thing about it, right? Like Sam could have been this great guy and, you, know, you can get lost in Madison. Like it, it'll eat you up. Like if you if you're there for the wrong reason, you can have a fun time down there. Um, so that I mean that that's the unique thing about it. It's funny you tell these stories because again, I, I end up going to the McDonald's game and I'm rooming with Enduibi. And it's this, those stories are the same way. Like I'm a I'm a naive kid from Wisconsin. I just want to hoop. Like that's all that's all I did. Like I didn't drink, I didn't party. I I was about is let's just get to work and let's do this like that that's right. just the way i was wired didn't you know, i had a girlfriend here and there but nothing here. all of a sudden i wake up and he's got two girls next to me next to him in the bed and i'm just i, I this is all happening at the mcdonald's game and i'm like what in the world okay all right well welcome to life outside of wisconsin as far as this is what it is because you like, do you remember i did the nba draft when he got drafted do you remember what what david stern <laughs> announced miss uh duty eb <laughs> duty eb and i was like man like the greatest moment of this dude's life just got ruined because he couldn't read the card well and i was just i'll be honest i was shocked with the pick because i was just like like he was good but i and then it, you were right you were right they were wrong yeah you were right they were wrong um you were a an incredible high school player in in Appleton what was what's that experience like of being like it's it to the rest of the world it's a small town as you point out to Wisconsin it's like one of the three big areas or whatever but like you're as decorated a high school player as there has ever been in the state of Wisconsin what was your high school experience like it was great I mean every gym we went to we were they had to sell out gyms they had to sell tickets um I mean kind of what you think in a small town like we everywhere we went we had to get there early tickets were being sold gyms were being sold out they were bringing bleachers in from everywhere they were trying to cram as many people in to the gyms uh the experience was fantastic i mean it, it was we were a show everywhere we went and i know that's kind of corny to say it but in a small town that like that's that's what it was um when we went to who else was on your who else was on your squad and it doesn't matter if they're they're not big names now who else is on your squad Nobody will know any of them because there was only one give, guy. Give them to me. We're giving them love. We're yeah. giving them love on, yeah, on the pod. Nick Hanson, Matt Feet, Dusty Wabashevsky, guys by the name of Adam Hankey, Sean Golden. These guys 
were all guys, and I'm sure I missed a whole bunch of them, right? But these were guys that we just grew up, a bunch of guys that just hoop, like, and we just put it together. It was now our high school coach, prior to me getting to high school, he won a total of three games. Three games total. Uh, the so, year before you got there? No, no, no. Total in his coaching career. Wait, wait, wait. How he many was, years? He, he was there for three, coached for three years. They he won three over, games total? Total. He went over, he went one, and he went two. Like, so total. So, like, this is not like I went to high school in a powerhouse. It, it, no, no, no. Like, this was just an Appleton West High School and had a seven footer coming through. And the nice thing about it is, like, with all my guys, we could be real with each other. Like, I, we would get into fights constantly because the expectations are you know, we have to be good. Like, I'm not going to lose. Like, we have to be good. This is what we're about. And so it was fun because we had guys buy in. And, I, I mean, that was the fun part about it. Everywhere we went, people wanted to see what we were about, how we were about it. I mean, the big time, we did a holiday tournament down in Madison, and we ended up playing Greg Steensman. And that you should have seen it. It was Greg ended up going to Wisconsin. I went to Wisconsin. That was, like, everybody was there to see it. It, it was a great high school game. Uh, most points you had in high school, how many? 45, state tournament game. Um, against two? We played against Milwaukee Custer, uh, and it was it, – you, you'll like this. Uh, they it was literally the Custer's last stand. Well, <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, their coach did not want to double team me, Doug. Didn't want to double team me. And I said that that was the tournament record for points in a state tournament game. It got broken by uh, a Diener – a double overtime game about shoot. Which I was still there's, a, there's a gaggle of deaners. Which deaner? Yeah. So I'm, I don't even know what it was because I was overseas playing and my phone blew up. So it had to be a couple of them because you're right. There's a bunch of them. But it was a kid from Cedarburg, a deaner that went to Cedarburg. That's all I knew is, is they hit me up and said he, he beat your record. I was like, fantastic. Deaners. God damn the deaners. I'm so well, tired. They're like of the 30 years old too. So, I mean, they're playing in high school in the 30. They, they, they held all of them back. But like, hell, that they, was the whole back. A little guy's got to be held back. Yeah. Have to. Have, have to. to. Have to. But a damn Diener. We don't need another Diener. Okay, so, no. so you, you get it going. Will you? There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six. The new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in pick six credits. That's code Doug only on DraftKings. Pick six. The crown is yours.
One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in pick six credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for pick six use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And this is high school. Are you talking to the coach? Like, my so, one's a double beat down here? I'm talking a little bit, but not much. Just because it's like, we're the gym? Is that their gym or at your gym? This is at the Cole Center. This is a state tournament game. So, this is big time, right? Like, the gym, like, and, and he refused to double team. More or less telling me, you're not good enough. You're, we don't think you're that good. So, it was odd. And after the game... I remember getting to the media, and I, and I remember this to the day. I said, well, and it was a situation where I missed a free throw. My coach took me out, didn't realize that I could break the record, put me back in, and I got fouled. And the coach for Custer was upset that my coach put me back in. Back in. Yeah. yeah, right. And I, I, I'm a high school, whatever. Like, if the coach tells you to go back in, you go back in. Like, oh, that's not my call. But I remember the, the media asked me afterwards, he's like, do you think you should be going back in? And I said to him, if he was so upset about me scoring 45, he maybe shouldn't have let me score 44. 
<laughs> That's a pretty good line at 17. So really. at that, yeah, at that point, like then the then the, they lost it. Like the media lost it. Oh wow! And it's like that wasn't that that wasn't who I am. But like I was ticked because it's like you it's should a, show it's me a great, it's, it's, the it's beginning. A fair point. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm printing nonstop through the holidays. You got cards, gift tags, lists, cookie receipts, mostly cookie receipts. Plus, you got travel docs as well. You know, you got to get those reimbursements. And nothing will ruin the fun like good old-fashioned cartridge conniption. That's when your printer's pricey ink cartridges run out of ink at the worst possible time. And you can't help but lose it a little. Or a lot. It's frustrating. But All Ball Community, you know what we do around here. We bring you tech solutions. And the Epson EcoTank cartridge-free printer is a great solution. Epson EcoTank uses big ink tanks and comes with a ridiculous amount of ink. Go ahead. Add some people to your holiday card list. No more running out of magenta when you're trying to make the season merry. No more having to apologize to your house guests after having a total cartridge conniption. With Epson EcoTank, kiss expensive cartridges goodbye. You can just fill and chill. Who doesn't want some more chill around the holidays? Epson EcoTank. Learn more at Epson.com slash Doug. Beverage Sportsbook wants to invite you to discover the complete sports betting experience. The foundation of that experience is a massive number of betting options on nearly every regulated sporting event around the world. Add on top of that live streaming of sports every day. There's almost always a live match to watch on BetRivers Sportsbook right in your phone. BetRivers features top-tier customer service, ready to answer your questions anytime, day or night. Plus, they have this unique rush pay system, and BetRivers Sportsbook can authorize most withdrawal requests instantly. Customer satisfaction is always their number one priority, and BetRivers will match your first deposit up to $250. Now, unlike some other sports books, BetRivers only requires a one-time pay-through to turn bonuses into cash, so you're going to experience a difference. Just go to BetRivers.com. You'll see it for yourself. You must be 21. You must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. You got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Remember, BetRivers Sportsbook. It's the place. Just go to BetRivers, B-E-T-R-I-V-E-R-S, When was the last time you seriously considered your dream? Did something never thought you would do? How about live the van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van? You could tour the country, whatever you want to dream up. And we're talking about Mercedes-Benz van here. Expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. Expect performance and reliability with that MBUX voice command system. You're going to get five-star dealer network available with a gas engine. Now you could win your very own Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4. You enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. You go to danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com, and there you enter, get official rules for a chance to win this beautiful Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com, and you have to do so by February 2nd. Your dream is waiting for you. DanPatrick.com, FoxSportsRadio.com. Some equipment described is optional. Did you guys win the state championship? We did not. We lost the state cha- state championship game. We lost. You talked about early on how a couple of fouls go one way or the other. I got my third foul in the first quarter on a tic-tac foul, and I walked back to the official. I said, I guarantee you that's the worst call I've ever seen. Nobody in this gym came to see you. And I said, I dare you to give me a technical for my fourth. 
because I, w- I was heated. At- Again, like we talked about our guys. We had one guy play college basketball. And he was a walk-on at Milwaukee. Right. Like right. we – it just – you know, we had a couple of other guys get some stuff later on, but it wasn't like we had D1 guys that were coming to play. Like we, we put together a squad. Um, did he give you that? Did he give you a technical? No, no, he he knew better at that point. Like he he knew better at that point. It was Would a tic tac over the back. So how, well, how'd you lose? So we still because I, I I was in the game. So we went up from about ten. We got down ten right away. Like it was just well, it was on, like he put that. you on the auto bench. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. So and all okay. we did was so, play a zone. So it, I, and at the time, I I mean, I get it. You know, you're at the moment. Okay, we can't let him get the file. We got to put him out. And I remember it to this day. So that, that's I'll be I'll be real. That's one that bothers me still. When I go back to high school, we don't have a state championship hanging. That still bothers me. There's no question about it. Yeah, no, we we lost in the CIF uh, semifinals to Dominguez my junior year. And then the finals, and but then we qualified for the state tournament, but we were just we we lost to a team in San Diego, and just everybody everybody else was done, and I was not done. And it was, it's it's a little like the NCAA tournament where like sixty seven teams go go home unhappy, just different yep. types of unhappiness. Yep. Uh, it was like that where I, you know like I'm sure everybody's pissed they lose their last game except the teams that that win it, even when you have these multi uh, state ch- championships. And there's bunches. How many state championships are there in Wisconsin? There's five five divisions. And what yes. division were you in? We were Division One, so we were. The, I mean, we were playing the Milwaukee schools, all of it, Madison schools, all of that stuff. So, yeah. Was we there were, anybody good on the team that you lost to? Uh, guy by the name of Draylon Burns. He was there. He was on their team. Ended up playing at DePaul, uh, but they were just better. I mean, our our first year or my my junior year when we made state, we lost to Madison LaFollette. They had both flowers. Michael Flowers ended up being my team. It was there, but they had another flower. I mean, they just heated up our guards and. It was tough to get – a lot of times it's tough to get the ball past half court. I, I remember me having to bring it up sometimes. Like, it just – it was just a different like – It's like AAU ball. It's, exactly. it's, it's AAU ball. So, okay. So, uh, during this time, now, did you play AAU as well? Or you just only yeah. played high school? Yeah. What was the squad? So, we played – it was called uh, Wisconsin uh, – now it's Wisconsin Playground Warriors. But it was just called Wisconsin Skills. Like, that's all it is. Fox Valley – now even Wisconsin, Fox Valley Skills. So, it was a bunch of kids from the Fox Valley – guy by the name of Richie Davis who passed away. He ran playground now or used to run playground, passed away a couple months ago. Yeah, shoving the driver, And it was yeah. crazy. Um, so he just got a bunch of us together and local kids. Again, I'm going to yell names that you don't even know who they were. Like, like, I mean, we had Tyrone Deacon, Josh Schneider, a guy by the name of Steve Hosel. Uh, Watney was from Rhinelander. So we just put together this group um, of, of local kids from the area. And we go down to Milwaukee, we beat these teams. We go down to Madison, we, we beat these teams. We went out to Bob Gibbons in Carolina. Um, that's when I got a lot of my offers because they put us in a pool with uh, a bunch of a bunch of bigs that were supposed to be highly ranked. Um, I mean, I was dropping 40 on them every game. Like, and, and I don't even remember who the bigs were. I'll be honest. That, like, uh, for me, it was just like how did you how did you get good, how did you get good when you're not playing against that level of athleticism on a daily basis? Like, what was the was it what was what what was your workouts like what was your yeah. how did you how did you develop your game so I played all the time but for me one of the biggest things and I do it all the time in our camps I tell our campers now that I'm running those and everything I was big on skill development like this is the thing and I'm sure we'll get into this like I was 6'11 180 my, my freshman year of high school in the big 10 or in, in college in the big 10 
Like I was 6'11", 160 my like junior year. Like, so it wasn't like I was, it was bully ball. But I was going to be smarter because I, I, I studied the game. So I knew how to get angles. I knew how to create space. What did you study? Who did you study? So, I, again, I'll watch a lot of Ben Baker, but I would watch a whole bunch of tape of, of like Larry Bird. And just I would just I would just be watching this crazy film uh, in general. And then any game I'd go to like. So, again, names, but like old. I'd be a freshman. I'd be an eighth grader. I'd go watch high school basketball games um, and I'd learn from guys like. Darren Charles ended up being a football player, but he was really good. Bob Doherty was a football player, played at Wisconsin, and ended up being really good. He could use his angle. So all this stuff, and you just try to steal as much of it as, that you can, and then you try to add aspects to your game. But, like, here's a great example. There's 10 guys in the gym. They want to play a pickup game. I'm the 10th guy. Nah, man, you guys got to wait. I got to get my workout. Ah, you're over. that guy. I'm that guy. I was that guy. But you know what? Guess what? The reason that we were good my high school year, my, my time, because those guys then got their 20 minutes of workout in. Yeah. So they knew that before we hooped, like we were going to do our skill stuff. So you we start were, doing, you start going mic and they're like, we want to play. I got to do my mic. And no my no mic doubt. And like, no question. Like that. But, but to me, that's what, like, that's why I was good. It wasn't, I'm not no an question. athlete. Yeah. I'm not. Well, I mean, listen, listen, like, we and as you running your and I want to get into your camps and all, yeah. the, all the stuff you're doing. But as it's it's always it's interesting to me. It's like so I have I do three days a week and it's like a practice workout, you know, and you have limited time and 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 gym space. And so you're like, all right, what what is the percentage of time I do? I do, you know, breakdown drills. What is the time I do skill development? What is the time I do team stuff? Because because then you get into it. A tournament and if you can't break the press nothing else matters but but that's the thing like i think i was ahead of that because in college at wisconsin we did individual stuff but not a lot during the season and we would find weight but not nearly like they I, are so now, I, now. I, I do think that's a mistake though i do i do think and that you know i have a, a philosophy and one, yeah. one of the things that set me back was you know my shooting was a mess but I would work, 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 work in the offset. No, I'm, I get, I mean, the numbers don't. No, work. no, no, I'm just playing with you. But know, I would, exactly. Oh, shit. Like, exactly. So, right. No, no, for sure. Work, work, work. And then, and then you get in the season and you're so tired. First of all, you're so tired because you're going usually twice a day. But you'll get in. And so I would get up early and shoot. And then like, you know, you, you get first day of practice, you're there half hour early stay a half hour later but then you get in the season you're just you're cooked yeah and i think that coaches really smart coaches should have a day every week where it's like a you day we'll call it a pro day where yeah. team stuff where you're just doing skill development for those players because all the other stuff doesn't matter if you can't you know score the basketball if you can't get to where you need to get to and I think that's what's changed. Like, I know at Wisconsin, I know Greg does a lot more of that stuff than Bo did when I was there. Now, I think if Bo did it more with, like, Frank and Sam and those guys as well. So I think that's where it, where it changed a little bit. And I think you've got to be able to adapt. And I think that's what happens. And so that's why I think I was ahead of it. The other, the other thing is I was a big that could shoot before bigs that could shoot yeah. were wanted. Like, that's just what it was. Like, but it's also because, like, again – I wasn't an. I wasn't gonna jump over anybody, and I wasn't gonna bully anybody. The biggest I got was two thirty. Like, I mean, 
at, at my playing times, my red shirt year, I got up to 250 and I couldn't move. I went to our strength coach and I went to Bo and I was like, guys, I know you want me at this weight, but I can't be the player I need to be at. at Baby, this you weight. went from 180 to 250? In, a, in, a, in that off season. Yeah. In that, in that red shirt year, they put on that much weight. Yep. And I thought, what are you eating? What are you eating? Everything. Everything. Cheese curds. Oh, you name it. Cakes. Everything. I'd go on the road trips and they were just like, Butch, you eat. Like, that's all we want you to do. Like, put on this weight. And that wasn't the answer for me. Like, the answer was just like, let me get back to doing what I do a little bit more. Like, you might want me here because it's the Big Ten, but that's not who it is. And I'm glad Bo and everyone was like, you know, you're right. Like, we see what it is. We wanted to get weight on you. We did. We put, you know, 70. We need to get you back down to 50 pounds, and then we can play the and be the player we want you to be. Okay, so uh, why did you choose UW? Why, why, you grew up a Carolina fan. Yeah. Right? I, and you it, were I, McDonald's All-American, and you, and you could have gone anywhere. Yeah. Why'd you stay home? Well, I took five visits. I went to Arizona. Okay. I went to Kansas. Who is, hold on. Arizona, who was your host? Channing Fry. And then who was the coach? Was, was Lute still there? It was Lute still, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. So that was the thing. That to me was why I didn't go because I didn't know how much longer Lute was going to be around. Okay. But I just cool. good visit though. Like, dude comes from Wisconsin oh, to. It was great. Like, I went my junior year. It was great. I loved it. It was like they were worried about distance. I wasn't worried about distance, but I've always thought as like a 17, 18 year old kid, I kind of knew to read through the BS. Like, I didn't need, like, I was a kid that was like, hey, can we hoop on our visit? Like, can we play? Because I want to see what everyone's about. Like, let's play. Um, that's kind of so I always was trying to, you know, get through all the the hey, this is what this it's a great university. Come here, we've got your okay. jersey. I'm good, man. Like, so it's funny because that's why I ended up at Wisconsin, because it wasn't that. Okay, like, wait, so okay, so so Arizona Channing Fry. Yeah, okay, next visit was at where? I went to Carolina. Okay, who's um, your host? Sean May. They were good. They were, they were really, yeah, no, they were really good. But who was the coach? Roy Williams was the coach. No. Matt oh, Doherty was, Doherty, Doherty was the coach. And I knew, I, I knew that wasn't going to last because the players on my visit were just throwing them under the bus. And when that happens on a visit, you know it's done. Oh, like, I mean, I, I have one for you. So uh, when I – actually, it happened when I was at Notre Dame. When I visited Notre Dame, um, it was my first visit. And I went to a party and there was a guy named Brooks Boyer there. Yeah. And Brooks was a, it was Digger's like last point guard. And Digger wasn't the coach. He wasn't recruiting. It was Fran McCaffrey who's now at Iowa was the recruited me. And John McLeod was the coach. And Brooks Boyer crushed, crushed John McLeod. Like fucking crushed him. Mm-hmm. And me, that me, that honest kid at the time, I told Fran about it. And like, I don't think that guy was ever welcome back in the program while McLeod was there. Like he just fucking crushed him. But yeah. a lot of what he said was actually right. It was, you know, um, I didn't go to UConn because we called Kevin Ollie. He was from out here in LA. Yeah. And he was like, look, it's awesome. They play fast. They'll always have dudes, but he's going to bring in a point guard every year to compete with you. And I was like, you know, no, thanks. Like I didn't go to UCLA because they had taken a commitment from a kid behind me. Right. Like I, so I, I totally get that. But my, my best like coach is going to get fired story was this. So um, I leave Notre Dame and I was thinking about maybe transferring right away. 
I visited a couple places. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to sit at a junior college for a year. So I played in a couple of junior college events and Alabama saw me and they recruited me. And uh, Bob Marlin, who's a head coach, I think he's still a head coach at Lafayette, was the assistant. He was great. And Steve Prohm was like, he actually hosted me. He was a manager. Okay. And it was, it was super weird. Dave Hobbs, the head coach, great guy. He was a longtime assistant at Kentucky. Um, but I, I go and visit there and it's weird. Like there was another point guard there named Brian Williams, who I was a rival with in high school and they were going to have to move him to the two, but they like kind of kept me away from him. Mm-hmm. And they're smart. They know. Yeah. So then I get home from the visit. I had a great visit like Alabama. And this is Alabama football. wasn't good then. Yeah. And the basketball program was pretty good, but missing something. And I get home and Mark Godfrey calls me and he's like, how was my school? And I was like, oh, it was great. And I knew Mark had recruited me at, at UCLA yep. and he was at Murray. And he's like, I think that's a great place for you. And I go, why? He's like, well, you know, I went to school there. It's just it's an amazing place to go to school. And he goes, and uh, I'm going to be the coach there next year. And I think he, and he was, he ended up being the coach there next year. And I think he thought he was like, go there. I don't have to recruit a point guard. It's amazing. And I just thought to myself, like, but I'm going to play two years of college basketball for three coaches. Like, nah, no, not, not it. Okay. So you don't, so you don't go to Carolina. All right. What are the other, what are the other visits? The other two so I'll go to, I go to, uh, I could go to Kansas. Yeah. And then it wasn't like I had a host. At, I didn't have a host at Kansas. They had everybody. Like it wasn't just one guy. So like, Roy's they, there. Who's on, who's on the squad at that time. So they've got, um, Oh goodness gracious. I believe if I'm right, like we didn't play and I didn't get it. Like we were with the guys a little bit, but we weren't a whole lot because they, the timing of when I took the trip was, was a little crazy. So I didn't get a lot of the players interaction. I, I was with the coaches a lot of this trip, um, but it was there. It would have been, I took the trip in 02. So who was on that roster in 02 now? It was still Heinrich and Collison were still yeah, there. Yeah, thank they? you. Okay, that's what I saw. And that's why we weren't around them that a lot because they were still doing their thing and they were older and they that's exactly what it was. Yep, yep. So how that played out. So it was great. Like it, it was a great trip, everything about it. And I knew those guys weren't going to be around. So it wasn't like they brought them around me a whole lot because they knew they weren't going to be around. So it was one of those where it was like, it's not like you had this great relationship because they knew they were going to be gone. So I ended up getting a whole bunch of kind of time with coaching. And that was the thing for me. Like I knew Matt wasn't going to be at Notre Dame or uh, North Carolina. And I asked him, I said, all right, coach, like one school you can leave for, what is it? Like, and I just, I said, I w- I've been honest with you. you for a like 16, 17 years old. Yes, yes. It was at his house. It was at his house because he always had waffles that Sunday morning. So I asked him at his house. His wife is making like it. it, And I just said, if there's one school, I said, and all I've asked this whole time is for you to be honest with me. I've been honest with you about everything. And he goes, the one school I'd leave for is Carolina. And I'm like, you're going, you're gone. Like, this is a done deal. In my head, this was a done deal. Um, and so, and now this is the thing with Roy, like, and it's a shame he's done because I think the game changing pushed Roy out with all the transfers, with everything else versus him kind of going out on his terms. I think the game changing and all the darn transfers broke him because it's different. I, I think the him. NCAA thing too. I think the NCAA thing too. I think, I think my, my own perception of it is that was that everybody at the university, a lot of people at the university kind of knew. Yeah. Right. 
right? It's like one of those, hey man, you want an easy A? Take African-American studies, pass it on, right? And when he got there, like he quietly wanted to shut it down. People were like, well, why, why did he quietly want to shut it down? I was like, because it went back to Dean Smith. Like nobody wants to say anything bad about Dean Smith. Like it just happened. Like just, we're not. So I actually think he in many ways did the right thing for the family. Yes. And, but I think that wore him out. I think his health. And, but then I think the straw that broke the camel's back is like North Carolina has always been about, we're just going to go. And he was an amazing recruiter. Like I was always yeah. jealous because yeah. he recruited Paul Pierce my yep. year and he didn't recruit me he took Ryan Robertson instead. And, but he would sit at midcourt, which I'm sure he did your game, right? Yep. Come to your high school game. He said midcourt right there. And he was there to watch one guy. And whoever mm-hmm. that one guy was, was like, he felt great about himself. And everybody else was so jealous of that guy, right? So yeah, what, no what did he say when you said that to him, what did he say? So he goes, he goes, the one school I leave for is Carolina. And he was honest with me. So it was, it was awesome. So and before I talk about the other two recruits, like I was still a kid that didn't know where I wanted to go. Like I just, I didn't know. And I remember picking up the phone and having a phone call with him and Roy saying, I'm going to take my Kansas hat off and I'm just going to talk with you. And by the time we talked for about three hours, by the time we got done with it, he goes, son, I think the best place for you is to go to Wisconsin. And I was like, what? Like, and this was him just being real, just being a good dude, Doug. Like, like it was him just being a good dude. Um, it was crazy. It was crazy. All right, so what are the other two? So I went to Marquette when Tom Crean was there. And Scott Merritt was my host. Um, but they had bill, they had billboards everywhere. They had my jersey in the raft or the Bradley Center. And I was like, you guys don't know me. Like, that, I don't need them. That's, that's not me at all. Like, you are so far mm-hmm. off on what I'm about. Like, this just isn't going to work. And then the last trip I took was to, to Wisconsin. And it just was what I was about. Like, there was none of the hoopla. There was none of this. There was nothing like – I mean, in every school offered, like, the private jets. Like, I, like Carolina offered a private jet to go there. Um, even Wisconsin, they – they used the airplane to fly me down there. And that was cool, but, like, they didn't do everything else. They're like, hey, this is great. We'll do this because Carolina did this, and we've got to beat out Carolina and all this other stuff. But, like, they were just like, this is what we're about, and we're going to work, and we're going to – and that's what I'm about. Like, that, I don't need all the other stuff. And and so I know it sounds very vanilla, yeah. but let's, let, let's just work, you know? Right, I got to tell you about work, my market. Man. I got to tell you about my market. Okay. So I transfer and I sit out and Mike Dean is the coach. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I love Mike Dean. I know some people like he's a crazy person. He's crazy. Yeah. And his favorite word to yell at his own team starts with a C and ends with a sucker. Yep. Just, I curse in the pod. I won't say that word. That's a little, uh, but it was. So I- there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'd show up. In, in Wisconsin, in, in Milwaukee, where I was born. My dad was head coach at UWM yep. for like five years in the 70s and early 80s. And um, Anthony Piper and Chris Crawford, Woody, were my hosts. And they lived in these dorms, which are right on campus or whatever. And I walk in, and this is what I love about Wisconsin people, like, is I walk in and they didn't even get up. And there's uh, like a, a rectangle of beers on the table. Oh, yeah. A rectangle. Perfect rectangle. 
And I walk in, like, hey, come on in. I was like, uh, how you guys doing? And they introduced themselves. And I was like, uh, what's with the beer? Like, you want one? Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm in Milwaukee. Like, I have to have a beer. It's like, you know, it's a birthright. And like, good. We got a long weekend. That's going to be a pyramid by the end of the weekend, whatever. I was like, okay. Let's we do it. drank. We drank. Then that night, there's a bar on campus we drank at that Dino takes you out, took you out to, and then he leaves. Right. The next day, we go to a brewer game because I took a spring visit. Yep. Go to a brewer game. We played uh, quarters at the Brewers game. I mean, like it was, and and we hooped. Yeah. Like, we got up Saturday morning and we just hooped and then we lifted together. And then, you know, we went over to the Bradley Center and then we went to the baseball game. And then Sunday morning before that, we hooped again. And then here's where Dean was the greatest was he was like, I, he, I went to Oklahoma State. He's like, you still yeah. want to work camp, right? You still want to work camp? Yeah. I worked camp for him. The summer after I signed with Oklahoma State, I worked camp. The, the, I think the next two summers, I worked camp for him. And at his camp, he had a keg in the locker room. And the keg. <laughs> Had to be floated by Thursday. Camp rule. Keg had to be floated by Thursday. It was it was me. It was the best. It was the yep. best. Yep. It was the best. Yep. Okay. No right. So you show up at Wisconsin. You're the most decorated kid ever. Right. But you're 180 pounds and it's the Big Ten. What was the decision like to redshirt? Whose whose decision was it? How did it come to be? I mean, it was together with, with me and Bo a little bit. You know, I mean, I could see how it was going. And here's the thing: like all of my catches were at the free throw line. Like Everything I was doing, and, and in high school, I played a 2-3 zone, so I didn't defend. And if you don't guard, you're not going to play. So I remember having a conversation with uh, Gary Close, our assistant. He was like, he was like, Butchie, are you going to be better your freshman year here or your senior year? Like, like is that development year for you going to be crucial? And we sat down. I was like, absolutely it is. Let's do it. I know I'm going to catch heat. Um, now, what people don't know, um, and I did catch heat from some from a couple of people. Uh, we'll get into that really a little. Catch heat. I'll, I'll, I'll explain in a second, but go ahead. Perfect. But what people didn't understand at that time is my mom had cancer and my uncle Your passed away. Yeah. yeah. Who passed away? And my uncle passed away unexpectedly. Yep. So, like, we had all that going on. And I'm trying to figure out how to, like, because, again, how did I have success in high school? I wasn't more athletic and I wasn't like, I wasn't jumping over people and I wasn't bowling people. Right. Like that just wasn't the way I did it. Like, so I was IQ. It was skills. It was getting all that stuff. And, and my catches were so off and my strength was so off. So I just said, let's do this. Like, and, and for me, and I like part of my first, that summer down there, I wasn't a kid that was wild. Well, I went out more than I ever had gone out. Like, so I was like, you know, I experienced right. that. I was like, I'm not where I need to be at if I want to be the player that I want to be. Like, we talked about Sam Oakey. Like, I, I specifically said, I don't want to be Sam. I want to leave here leaving a mark. And I think we would have done that. Like, my junior year, if I don't dislocate my my elbow, we're number one in the country. We played Greg Owen and Mike Conley. Like, I think that team we had was good enough to get to a Final Four and possibly win a national championship. So – I thought we had it where we needed to. I just, to be honest, I got hurt a lot in college. Um, and it was because I think just so much of what we tried to do with it. But that's that's how the red shirt happened. I said, I'm going to be better if I get my body right. to Because you can't play at 180 in the Big Ten. You just can't. I don't care who you are. Hey, All Ball community, uh, listen up. 
two of three men experience some form of hair loss by the time you're 35. And it's one of those deals where you're like, what do I do? How do I avoid this thing? Is it smart? Don't be a statistic. If you're a little bald or a lot bald, fix it in a simple stress-free way. Try Keeps. K-E-E-P-S. What you do is a virtual doctor consult at keeps.com. And then the medications are delivered straight to your door. It's low cost with treatment starting at just 10 bucks a month for FDA approved medications and they can prevent hair loss. Keeps is more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. And don't walk around with pattern baldness. We all know it's not cool. It just doesn't feel right. Prevention is in fact the key. So if you're ready to stop messing around, right? You got a new year, a new energy towards fixing the little things like hair loss you want to prevent hair loss go to k-e-e-p-s dot com slash all ball you get your first month of treatment free that's k-e-e-p-s dot com keeps dot com slash all ball if i could be you and you could be me for just one hour if you could find a way to get inside each other's mind walk a mile in my shoes walk a mile in my shoes walk a mile in my shoes We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this... And connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Well, first, I owe you an apology. Okay? <laughs> no, no, I owe you an apology because at the time I had no idea. I was, it was one of my first years working at ESPN, if you kind of you go back to it. Yeah. And... Um, it was interesting. There was two different things. It was one with you. And then there was, uh, there was an officiating call, I think against Indiana where you guys were playing Indiana and the, the ref was also the athletic director at Northern Iowa. Okay. Okay. And it was a a really, it was a, it was a bad call at the end of the game. And my, and, and Indiana was on the bubble and Northern Iowa was on the And my point was at the time was like, it doesn't even matter. I'm not accusing the official of cheating. Yeah. What I'm saying is it just looks bad for the league that you have, you know, like if Northern Iowa gets in the tournament, he gets elevated. And if Indiana doesn't, right, there's just a limited number of spots. No question. And I thought I worded it pretty well. And I think the thing with you was they were, I don't remember how we're, how we got into discussing you. And my point was like, Hey, if he was that good, why'd he redshirt his, his freshman year? And, and I think that sometimes the McDonald's all American label works against guys because, and, and my, it wouldn't say bitterness, but my, my logic and reasoning, like, I, th- I, I don't know if you were the same year as Kawhi, but you're really close. Uh, but like Kawhi Leonard wasn't a McDonald's all American. He was yeah. the state player of the year in California. And he wasn't cause he was, he wasn't on the, the, the circuit. He wasn't as well known. Some guys are there because of their rankings. Some guys are there because of their high school. Some guys are there because of their NBA draft status more than how good a player they actually were. Mm -hmm. And I thought we were misevaluating you and your recruiting class uh, because of McDonald's All-American status. And I don't think I 
articulated it well enough, right? And it's as you do TV now, you know somebody goes like, "Give me something in forty seconds," you know. Oh yeah, and they come at you fast, right? Right, like, and fast. and like, look, uh, just be honest. Like my style is a lot like yours, where I just say what I think. Yeah, and 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 not realizing at the time that I'm putting a complete undue amount of stress and pressure on you and not having any clue what's going on in your personal life. So first and most importantly, I apologize to you because I didn't know. And it wasn't, and I'm, I'm one of these guys where I it literally has nothing to do with me personally. It, it's, it's more like, Hey, we're, we, it's, it's more, it was more, and I still believe it's more on how we evaluate what a player should be simply because of how decorated he was in high school or how highly ranked he was in high school, where you and I both know you get to college and you'll play dudes. You're like, that dude's terrible. And then you'll have another guy. Like I've never heard of this guy in my life. And you did this though in in the, with the Wisconsin herd where this it's more professional basketball where you're like, I've never heard of this dude. He's unbelievable. Where has he been? Like he played a small school. Well, a great example of that. When I was at Wisconsin, we played against Paul Millsap. Never heard of Paul Millsap. Look at what Paul's done now. Right. Like it, and so much of it is about, you know, what, what system you're in, getting a break. You know that. I mean, that, that's what it is. And you know, for me, like at 185 and everything I had going on, I wasn't in the mental space to be the player that I needed to be. By the time I left, much different. Like, I mean, by the time I left, first team all Big Ten, and we won Big Ten championship. That's what, what was supposed to be. What was Bo like? What was it really like? Yeah, I'll tell you. Like, so Bo now, I can call him. We can, we can chop it up all the time. You weren't walking into Bo's office to have conversations. There was one way of doing it. And that goes back to kind of how I ended up retro. Like, I didn't know how to defend because I was in the middle of a 2-3 zone my whole, my whole high school time. And you had to play Bo's way. There was no other way, right? Like, you got chewed out. You got – but the thing is, even though I redshirted, I had his respect because I remember we were in a practice and Bo always had a guy. Like I always had a whipping boy. Like it just yep. was what it was. Oh, and that was me, years, by the way. What? That was me in college. Yeah, exactly. Like, run is. your ass, my, my, uh-huh. run your ass back to California, and they call me afterwards. Like I'm gonna chew your ass out every day because you can take. Yup. And but the thing Those. is, with Bo, not everybody could take it. That was his whipping boy. That was the difference, right? And I remember my red shirt year. We're getting towards the end of the year. And I'm starting to play at a level that I'm like, this is what I should be playing like. This is how I should be playing. And uh, one of the starters, I just kept giving him buckets and buckets and buckets. Finally, I'm, I'm hitting a three and he just chucks. I mean, he just throws two hands right into my chest, chucks me. He's frustrated. Scout team just whipping him. Who is it? And, uh, what? Who's the starter? Dave Maynard was a guy. And then now I live right next to him. It's crazy. He's a, he was an Appleton guy, right? So I got back up, and this is – Rob Jeter was still on the staff, and Robbie had that, and now he's the head coach at uh, Western Illinois. Uh, but, like, he had that in him. Like, Robbie had that, and he was on the scout team. We were talking a little bit. So I got right back up, and I started swinging at Dave, and we started swinging each other. And Bo's over there just laughing. And at that point, I knew I had his respect. Because, like, you go through a redshirt year, he doesn't really pay much attention to you. Like, yeah. hey, you go with the straight guy. Get your weight on, get strong. When you can help me, come on, we'll talk type deal. Um, now, Bo was a little bit more than that, but most of the time when you're out of play, you're out of play. Like, it's their job to win games now, not when you're ready. Like, they got to win games now. So, that's kind of where it was at. And um, so, that, that's how it played out. It, yeah. When I say, like, what was 
uh, what was Bo like? Like, give me exact big games. What was he like? What was his pre games like? Like, what was what was it really like to be you playing for Bo Ryan in the biggest NCAA tournament games? I'll say that the, the only games that our practices were different leading up to it was Marquette and Michigan State. Like we knew when it was Marquette game, we knew when it was Michigan game, Michigan State game. We knew we were going to run lines before in practice the day before. Like we knew we were going to get on the line before, before a big game. Oh yeah, it's because he was nervous. So like we knew, like that's just what it was going to be. Like we knew we, he was going to say, "All right, you guys aren't playing well enough. Get on the line." Like that was a given every single time we played those guys. But other than that, like it was the same, Doug. Like his preparation was the same we would get so many possessions in as long as we were one point per possession boom practice done get ready to rock and roll we didn't change defenses a whole lot we didn't put in new schemes we were just better at what we ran and how we did it than most every team we played and like there's you know basketball the the more difficult you make it the harder it is on everybody like it was simple and we were really good at it and that's why we won so like you know, Bo had his quirks. Like, I tell this story a lot. You know, my senior year, I finally had enough confidence to talk to him about it and say, hey, what's going on? Like, but I always say, Coach, why do you always sit in the back of the plane? Like, what's up? He goes, Brian, have you ever seen a plane go down the tail first? Like, have you ever seen – I'm like, Coach. And finally I come back and say, Coach, if this plane goes down, we're all done. I don't care if it's tail first, nose first, we're all dead. Like, if this plane's going down, we're all done. You're not surviving. But, like, that was that PA in him, man. Like, that's just that Philly guy out of him. You know, I, I a guy named Jane, uh, Randall Dickey was on our staff. James was the head coach at Texas Tech at the time. And it's interesting because the year after I left, they had the plane crash. Yeah. And I will never forget, Randall Dickey used to, the same plane that went down. We I used to always used to, it was the third plane. We, we flew at three, four planes. Yep. And he said, I was like, man, why are you always in the back? It's like, oh, man, you ever seen one of these things back into a mountain? I was like, like you know, hey, bro, it hits a mountain. We're gone. But whatever. We're gone. You do you. Do, you, do you. You, you, you do you. Um, how hard is it to look back and go, hey, that junior year, we could have won the whole thing, if not for the elbow? I'll be I'll be 100% real here. Like I don't look back at the past. Like the past is the past. Like I mean, we had a really good team. If I don't dislocate my elbow, what do we do? Hey, the, the verdict's still out in my opinion. I mean, we end up losing to UNLV and, and Lon Kruger and, and his son who now is at UNLV. And like, I mean, he went off. I didn't play in the tournament at all. Uh, you know, you talk about like what moments might be. Like that's a moment that possibly leads me to a to a, a bigger platform because it's the NCAA tournament if you play well in the NCAA tournament boom the spotlight's on you you everyone's talking about you more draft scouts are doing their jobs I mean let's be you know you've been on that side I've been on that side a lot of these scouts don't necessarily do their job they just look at the board and say oh this guy's here we'll look at this and then we'll start to evaluate a little bit more but like you got to get on the list first and you got to be on all that stuff it's so that's a little bit different but like we had a really good team we Still, even when the two teams from Wisconsin went back-to-back Final Fours, they still weren't ranked number one in the country ever. Like We were the only team to be ranked number one in the country at Wisconsin. So, yeah, is it one of those things you look at and say, what well, could have been? Absolutely. But I, I don't 
like there's too many good things ahead of us and ahead of what's going on to sit back and look back upon and say what could have been, should have been, like cards we were dealt, man. Okay. Your last game was uh, Steph Curry's last win in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Okay. What, what, when like you're getting ready to, you're getting ready. I mean, Georgetown was top team in the country. Right? They, they take down Georgetown. Right. So you guys got like a week off to prepare for Davidson. What did you honestly think? Because every scout report oh. I've ever been in for an NCAA tournament, like this team is incredible. Every oh, yeah. guy is incredible, right? They build them up because they, oh, yeah. but it's Davidson. You're watching tape. What do you think? All right. We're good. Like, we're good. Like, he's not going to do that. Like, he's had a great weekend, but he can't do that again. Like, he can't do that again. Like, there's no way. We're good. We're going to play Kansas for a chance to go to the Final Four your senior year in Detroit where we're going to have a boatload of fans. Like, and we can beat this Kansas team because this Kansas team I didn't think was that good. Like, I love the matchup. They had Sasha Khan, but they had Mario. Like, all right, they're all right. But, I mean, they end up, you know, going overtime. Win. Like, I get all that. But I still didn't think they were that good. I thought we could compete with them, and I thought we could have beat them. Like, so that's what we're thinking. And then all of a sudden, our point guard, Trayvon Hughes, rolls his ankle against Kansas State. So he comes in. He's practicing all day, all, all week long. And a little bit before the game time, it's like, my ankle hurts. And I'm like, he's like, I can't go. And then at that point, it was like, oh, man. Like, now we're shifting, guys. Our best defender is there. But now when Mike goes, Michael Flowers goes out, now we got to put Jason Bohannon on Steph. And, like, j is a great shooter, but great j was never a defender. And now we're in scramble mode. And then Steph starts cooking. And once he started cooking – about that first half, I said, oh, no. Like, because you knew once he was done, like, like we had just saw it the weekend before. We saw the film, and now we're starting to see it in person. And I was like, man, like, they had a really good point guard in Richards. Jason Richards, very, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, really good point guard side. They had a decent big. But, like, there's no way we should have lost that game. It just – my man got hot. And then I'll say this. I'll say this. He didn't one. get hot. That's who he is. Like, that's my point. That's hot. what I'm just going to say. Like, like, he did not get hot. That's who he is. No, no, no. He so got he hot because he didn't hot. do he crazy shots against us. Bro, he no, no. crazy shots against everybody. That's my point is, like, we thought he got hot. And then he started really – and then, like, you look at his career and you're like, yo, like, I'm doing TV. You're still hooping and you're an MVP. Like, hey – I'm overseas in Dubai. I'm overseas in Japan. Like more power to like, you know, this, this is a a, a real question. Okay. Cause I did his games that year and you know, I'm famous for underestimating what I thought it'd be Jeff Hornacek in the league. So I thought, yeah. Did did you do you think like, Oh, that he's, that's a dude. Like that's an MVP, two time MVP, greatest shooter in the history of the sport guy. No, I thought he was his dad. Right? Like, stick around. Because you knew, and I knew at that point, if you made shots in the NBA, you could survive. Like, if you make shots, you can survive in the NBA. It, like, you don't have – but if that's what you do, that is a skill set that the NBA looks at way more than any, ever lo- any other level. Like, if you make shots, you can survive. I thought he was going to be his dad. I didn't know what thought he was going to be this. Like, so you're, when you looked at it and you said it, you weren't far – like, nobody thought he was going to be what he was. But I think it goes back to the way the game's changed now, the emphasis on the three, 
And then he had great players around him that they were able to build it and the situation. Now you can throw Steph anywhere, but it helps the pieces that they have around it. Like you got to have and, all and, and he got better. Yes. Yes, which is crazy. He 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 got better. Um, when was the point you played all over, right? Yeah. When when you did the Bakersfield Jam, right? It was was it just to, I just I got I got to play in the league. I got to play a day in the league. Like what was the because you played overseas and the money's better yeah. overseas. Was that the reason for coming back stateside? So my first two years, I fought for money overseas. So I was in China, had a great deal. Played a game. They had a plane ticket on my bed. Then after a game, it said, hey, you're going back here. We're sending you home. Okay, great. But So I had a whole boat, boatload of money that I didn't get there. Went to Greece. Was playing well. They didn't pay me. I was sick of not getting paid, Doug. Like, it was that simple. Like, I, I was fighting so much, and the joy of just playing was gone. And I'm big on that. Like, like my passion and my joy for the love of the game, like, that's why I played. It was never about the money. Like I was sitting in Greece and I, I, I legit said, I need to go play in the G league or the D league at that point. And I need to just figure out like, can I make a career of this where I can get paid decent money without having to chase it constantly. And I, I think that was the best thing for me was not to get paid because I was in Bakersfield and three, three months later then I got called up to the nuggets. Like it was, it was like that, that was, that was the, that was the difference. Like, and it, it clicked for me because I was a big that could shoot, but defensively, I wasn't that good. Like, couldn't move my feet, couldn't do anything. I remember Mark Workington, um, GM of the Nuggets, was from Bakersfield, so he's catching the game, and he just chatted. He's like, dude, I want to bring you up because I think you can stretch the floor. I think, you know, big that can play, that, that can give mellow space. Like, I want to be able to do all that for you. You got to do something on the defensive end for me. So he's like, even if you just rebound the basketball, that's a skill set. So from that point on, I had – 25, 30 straight double doubles where it was just like, all right, that's my skill set. Perfect. And it, it just clicked. Didn't you get cut though before or sent back down before playing in a game? Like they called yep. you up? Yeah. So what, I had what? a I had a two-year deal. And um, so I got called up at the end of the end of the year, and then I was in the playoff uh, on the team for the playoffs. And I had another year deal on that contract. So you go play summer league, right? Like that's what it is. You play summer. I ruptured my patella tendon. In summer, so I was out fifteen. No, months. but no, but didn't you like when you got called up from the jam to Denver? Didn't you get called up and then they and put on a ten day, but they didn't play you before you ever played a game? So it was end of year contract, exactly. So I never played, but that was a two year deal. So I had an end of year contract. Then I played summer league, and then I had a whole another year contract with them. And before I was ever to get into a game, like so, I didn't play at the end of the year. But I'm like, all right, great. I'm set up for great, you know, for next year. Let's do summer league. Let's play. Let's figure all this stuff out. In that summer league when, is when I ruptured my patella tendon, and then that's when they released me. So then at that point, you're fighting it, right? Like you've got that, you've got that, that X on your, on your name, injury prone, this and that. So here's, this is the kicker. 15 months back, I'm back. I work my way back. It's the lockout year. I signed a contract with New Orleans. And I'm going to start our preseason game. There's two preseason games. I'm starting. That's the year Chris Paul gets traded. But Chris Paul doesn't get traded because David Stern X-nays it. So, like, there's nobody on this Pelicans roster, on this Hornets roster. Like, there's nobody. This is, like, ideal. This is when Lance Thomas makes a name for himself, right? And he's able to stay right, right, forever. Right. right? So, I'm starting. No, not, not a problem. I'm good. Like, this is great. 
literally our bags are packed. We're doing one last drill. I'm out hedging a ball screen. Jerome Dyson comes into my knee. Boom, my other knee rupture, tear my patella tendon, tear my um, MCL, and it's a wrap. Like, yeah, and it's a wrap. That would that would have been my best shot to, to, to like, stick or at least have a play, you know, and, and do it. And So at that point, um, I was in the G League a little – or the D League a little bit longer because um, I just wanted to see. Like, I was stubborn at that point. And I remember halfway through, I said – I called my agent. I said, dude, like – is this going to happen or not? I said, I don't need this fake agent talk because if it's I, at this point, I was 29. I was like, yeah. it's time to cash out. I said, if not, I need to make money. Um, so then I went overseas and I played everywhere. I played in Dubai. I played in the Philippines. I played in Tokyo, wherever I was going to get paid. Let's go. Let's cash out. Let's make these last couple of years. Great. And those were the best years. Cause me and my wife at that point, traveled the world got paid great money to do it. I want to do another pod where we do the travels. But yeah. here's, here's, here, and we'll, so we'll do that. I got to run my radio show. So I got two more for you and I got four minutes. Perfect. Um, first one is this. When was the moment to which you were done? I was in Fukuoka in Japan. And at that point, uh, me and my wife married a long time. I looked at it and said, what am I doing? Like, where's the end game here? Um, but did you play a game? Were you just said, oh, game? Yeah, so we won a championship. We, we won a championship. But for me to be able to play at the level that I expect myself to play at, like I just, I hurt too bad. My knees hurt, my back hurt. Everything was done. I said, what is this? So I won two championships in Japan. I said, that's it. It's done. Um, you now have your own camps, basically an academy. Yep. Um, like this is, you built a, a life on basketball. Um, but like, how, how, what is it like though to, on, on, you want to teach kids the game, you want to, but there are certain kids which you got no shot. Yeah. Right. And then there are other kids which like you have a shot, but you have to listen, you have to trust me because I've actually lived this life. What's that experience like for you? Yeah. I'd say the biggest thing is the kids that, you know, aren't going to get that division one scholarship. My biggest thing to them is, well, what are your, like, and just being real with them, like, what are your goals? If your goal is to play high school basketball, let's get you to that level. Like, it's not going to be to play D1. I'll tell you that right now. And I think the, the time that you're honest with people and whatever you do, now you set them up to be successful. But you can't give them fake news. You can't give them this stuff and this false hope of this is where they're going to be at. And I think that's where we start with it. And then when these kids do get and make the high school team, one, one kid I worked with was not that good. He made the high school team. He was a contributor. That was the highlight of his whole career. Now he's a manager with the Minnesota Gophers. Like, I mean, like, that's his thing. So back, he's still part of the game, but it's because he had a good experience with the game. This is, this is, uh, okay. So we'll set up this part two for next week and that way we can run them kind of back to back, but here's the, uh, it's interesting. Brad Stevens. I asked him about his son. I think it's Brady. And I said, how's he doing? He's like, he'll play high school basketball. Maybe, you know, I play D3, maybe he can play D3. He's like, but you know what? He's going to grow up loving the game, being around the game. And if he wants to, he can make a life out of the game, yep. which is, you know, but it's really hard for a kid when they're 12, 13, 14 to have that perspective, you know? It so, is. It is. So you just got to uh, be honest. That's the biggest thing, man. That's what we try to do with all of our kids. And it, it, you know, as long as they love it, you can do it. Like we, like you've done, like I've done, like, it's just, you know, doing BTN and doing everything that we're doing that I'm doing now. Like it's just because you treat the, uh, George Carl said that to me at a young age, if you treat the game, well, the game will be good to you. Don't know if I agree with that. 
that's for our that's for our next pod. Okay, perfect. That's for our next that's that's for our next pod. In the meantime, I really appreciate you having me on. I know how busy you are, and we'll do part two very very soon. All right, sounds good. Thanks. All right, that's part one, for Brian Butch. I wanted to get to him playing overseas and what those stories were actually like. I think you'll really enjoy it. By the way, if you like stories like this, and our interviews are obviously aren't as uh, they're not as long running, right? Like the runtime is much shorter, but we do, I think really good interviews on the Doug Gottlieb show daily, three to six Eastern, 12, three Pacific Fox sports radio, iHeartRadio radio app. In the meantime, stay tuned. Part two will drop in like two days. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is all ball. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see... See what music does to people. 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.